You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The one thing that, that helped us out, and like you talked about, late in games, when we got them in obvious passing situations and we made... And when we made Geno Ball push, Geno, Geno Ball, Geno Smith push the ball down the field, he did not have a lot of success doing that. And part of that it was thanks to got some pressure when we were able to get them in them long passing situations. And then part of that too is I think I think AJ Terrell had a pretty good bounce back game. He had not had a great, you know, he not had a great couple of first games. He will tell you himself that he struggled, but I think he did a a fairly good job on DK Metcalf. Had a couple of. Um, pass breakups had a couple of pass deflections did a couple of really nice jobs covering um so AJ Terrell I think had a very nice uh bounce back game which was imperative because it really did not allow Geno Smith to push the ball down the field I mean I know they really weren't trying to do that a whole lot anyway but when they did it wasn't really there it wasn't really open and I think a, a lot of that is part of uh, how the the secondary played well, they do want to take shots with DK Metcalf and Tyler right. Lockett to an extent. Yeah, they did take a shot or two, and I thought your point, AJ, was there. Even the touchdown, I don't know who's. I don't, you know, you go back and you look at it, and we talked about it. Um, looks like AJ kind of releases him because they were in. It would appear to be zone, oh, and yeah. Hawkins didn't get there in time. So it's just like right. both. It, it, it's not at all. All oh, AJ, look at him giving up more touchdowns. It was kind of a joint thing, right? Um, and that's what happens with some of the zone coverages where you have a guy to a certain extent. But I do think, and I, I'd love to get, I'd love to hear someone ask uh, Dean uh, Pease about this. You know, on that touchdown, like, hey, coach, can you go through what happened there? Uh, obviously, Dean is. Um, ahead of the game football knowledge with most of us but it you know it did appear to be zone and 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 it was at a play where maybe the pits because of where they're at just aj got to recognize i'd have to go back and watch the entire thing right um the actual play again because i can't i you know really tell if there was another guy there that maybe aj was paying attention to but maybe aj mm-hmm. should just go with that maybe you should just let aj match up with a guy like dk metcalf in the red zone anyways i don't yeah. know um that was a that was a, a thing that I had talked about all week. Yeah, was the red area and yeah. and 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 how that was an important thing. And this team had not scored touchdowns in the red area. Uh, the well, either you know we hadn't scored them ourselves. We were only going fifty percent, mm-hmm. and the Seahawks were had three possessions in the red area with no touchdowns. Now. Yep. The thing I would like to say is that the that the, the Seahawks had five possessions in the red area, mm-hmm. and they only scored two touchdowns out that's, of it. That's so, what you needed to do. So that was that was an imp- improvement yep. by our defense, and honestly, our offense went down there and scored three times out of four, which they were coming in at fifty percent. They had only scored two touchdowns in the red zone all year. Yeah. Um, 
So to, 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 to go ahead and top that with three and to add, you know, make go 75%, that was, that was good to me. That was a step. That's how you win games. And this is a game where despite the little things popping up, like the Mariota mm-hmm. fumble, the Mariota Algier miscommunication on the zone read, mm-hmm. the fumble, you were still able to overcome that. You did the little things this week. You did. And that was important. That's something I've harked on. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this team, a young team, kind of found found out and realized, hey, that there was one of the things they got to learn how to win games, learn how to win games. Right. This was a game where I felt like they they they, they won. They didn't get handed them. They went and won yeah. because they, they learned how to finish a little bit better. And that was important. Yeah, no, very important. That that was the thing that really was holding them back in the first two games. You just didn't finish. You didn't make the plays. You didn't execute down the stretch when when it counted the most. And they did that this week on defense. You know, you got you to get a stop. And they did that. Grady Jarrett gets a big sack. And even before that, I think Lorenzo Carter got a sack. Then Grady Jarrett gets a sack. And then Richie Grant gets that interception. So, Big plays were made when they needed to, and you finished the ball game and you made the plays when you needed to. So that was vitally important. I want to switch to the offense a little bit now, Bo Morgan, because, man, we we got to talk about this guy. Because, uh, I mean, Cordell Patterson had himself a day. And we thought he went off in the Saints game. Man, he went off against the Seattle Seahawks yesterday. Could not be stopped. Hurdling guys, running guys over. I mean, Cordell Patterson looks like he's done. He's been drinking out of the fountain of youth these past two seasons for the Atlanta Falcons. So, Cordell and two, I know Cordell Patterson was making a lot of a lot of great runs, running very physical, running very hard. But I think we need to start giving some credit to this offensive line, Bo Morgan, because or at least more than we have been, because you know the offensive line was something we were a little uh, we were a little skeptical about, and the offensive line, you know, hasn't. They played well. They've played well. They've been creating holes for Cordell Patterson. They've been doing good things. And even yesterday, not having Elijah Wilkinson, who was out because of personal reasons, and uh, Kobe uh, Gossett filling in. I mean, they got the job done, and they and they dictated the terms in the line of scrimmage as far as uh, on the offense goes. So is, is this offensive line really – better than than we expected or i mean is it is it more of a schematics thing um, how do you how do you feel about this offensive line play so far when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I think the offensive line has been much better than last year. Much, yeah. much improved. I don't mm-hmm. think they've been terrible. They've been really good. Um, they did a really good job with Aaron Donald in week two. We didn't even hardly call Aaron Donald's name in no. week two. Um, that oh, that was a really good positive. But honestly, I think the offensive line's done a good job. They've opened holes. The thing that makes Cordero Patterson – the guy right now is the way he hits the hole. There's no, yeah. there's no hesitation. He mm-hmm. sees a hole, he hits it, he goes, and then he, then he just, um, 
he delivers some blows. I we had him on post game on the Falcons Radio Network, yeah. and I don't make a habit of doing this because these guys are trying to get home, blah blah blah. But when Cordero left the interview, um, I was the way he had to go was right where I was standing because obviously I'm a part of those as far as getting them on on the air right. and everything, and I just kind of stood like this, kind of kind of like that in his way, and he, he looks at me and I, I said, "Dude, I said uh, we're gonna get you a thousand yards this year." Yes, sir. And um, he's like, "Boy, I hope, I hope," because you know I really this guy. Um, I had to double check, but he's had two hundred yard games. He's well over three hundred yards rushing already through three games, mm-hmm. and he had a run out there uh, in the second half. And he hurdles a guy. Yep. Lands takes another these giant strides because he's six four guys. He's not a little guy. Excuse me, six two. He's a big dude, but he's a big six two two twenty. This guy looks yeah. like a linebacker coming downhill. Mm-hmm. In fact, he's bigger than a couple of our linebackers. <laughs> um, to, to be honest, he's he's bigger than a than than a few of their linebackers. To be honest with you, uh-huh. and so. He comes downhill and then he just unloads on uh, the, the 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 free safety Josh Jones number thirteen. I think it was number thirteen. I mean, just buries him and still is going. Finally went down, but man, this this guy, he is so much fun to watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-hmm. That that first drive in the second half. You now they come out and they get a field goal to start the second half, and it's twenty three. Uh, I think it was 23-20. Yeah, 23-20. I think you're right. Or 23-17. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I think think it was right. 23-20. He goes right down the field. And, um, you know, he was just – they were just huge holes. And he was just – I mean, he was running through them, just dominating. And it was really fun to see. Dylan – he had he was had thirty four yards on seven carries in the first half, averaging just under five yards a carry. Not bad, mm-hmm. not bad. Nope. In the second half, he had ten carries for one hundred and seven yards. He ended up with an eight point three yard average. That's so, ridiculous. Really picked it up. Yeah. And just fun to watch. Just the guy, just amazing. Um, great second half for him, and he he is really the he's really stirring the pot for this team. He mm-hmm. is a difference maker. You have to worry about him. The only issue, the only thing that concerns me so far is how much, how many carries. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be a thing, and I'm not saying it is, but it, it I don't want him to wear down. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got 49 carries so far this year for 302 yards. He's averaging 100 yards a game. Yep. Um, you know, he's got a couple of touchdowns on the ground and by far and away the leading ball carrier. I mean, the next closest guy is Tyler Algier with 16 carries. Uh, if you do, well, next running back, Marcus Mariota has, has carried the ball 25 times himself. So right. this team averaging 156.7 yards a game. Um, another good – this really helped them win this game. And by the way, they were rolling in that, that drive – before drone gate happens, they're rolling, uh, Dylan. <laughs> yes. 